Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Are two ladies and we are back and ready to discuss some Riverdale. So much has happened over the past couple of weeks. I yeah, we we've now the last two Riverdale roundups we've done have been a twofer because we've had to mash two into one and uh there is a lot. It's like I feel a little bit like I'm cramming for the SATs. It's because in every episode, so much happens, it's hard to keep track. So we're starting it off with the Red Dahlia, which is episode 11. So uh, let's do a little bit of a refresher of where we... Because the most recent episode is the freshest in my mind. Um, And so so can you help me out a little bit with a rewind and kind of set the scene? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a set the scene. So we're this. So this is this is the episode where spoiler alert, Hiram gets shot. Oh yeah. So this is where where all remember where all this stuff goes down. Oh no, it's like he got shot at the end of the the episode right before it. So he's shot now. This is the aftermath, right? And, and it is who shot Hiram Lodge. We're going through that whole thing where we, Kelly Ripa makes an appearance, uh, and Betty is talking to a serial killer daddy about who murdered Claudius Blossom. That's right. It's a lot of investigation in this episode. This episode had a lot, but I loved every second of it. Yeah. Because at the same time, so they're going after the Red Dahlia, who they're referring to Madam Blossom as. So we also found out that she was running a brothel. A dominatrix brothel. A dominatrix brothel where the men are the poison. She's referred to as the Red Dahlia, which is a reference, I am assuming, to the Black Dahlia, who was not the actual murderer. She was the person that was murdered. So that's, you know, one of those fun Riverdale references for you. So we've got Jughead and Betty are on the scene going into the Madam Blossom investigation. The dream team is back. The dream team is back and I love them, I love them. It's not this episode, but I think it's the following episode when they get a, a good fuck in there. So good for them that they still have time for it. Yeah, they, they've got so much stress going on, but it's not stopping them from a fuck. And so this is also Archie dealing with coming home to Riverdale. This is where he goes to the party at Le Bon Nui and has he's starting to drink. He's going through his like Darchie phase, which is what I'm referring to it as his dark Archie phase. <laughs> 
which turned out apparently to just be one episode long. One episode. He bounced back. You know, Archie, the, say what you will about him, but the guy always bounces back. And then also what's going on is Veronica gets rid of her capos and decides to pretend that she and Reggie are the man in black, which, you know, you can just do. You just put on a, you can put on a suit and everything's fine. She's got a hat on. She's got a hat on so she, oh, you, we know that she's the head mobs because, you know, she's out there mobsplaining, which she did use the phrase mobsplain, uh, and that is uh, beautiful I like in every it. way, shape, and form. I like it when they do stuff like that. We've got a um, little woke term. She's so fun. I love it. I love it so they're, much. They're so we got Josie's back on the scene and um, so while Darchie's going through his phase, he's also interested in music again. Go for him. This is just, I'm just doing a quick, quick recap and then we will go back. And then, which we called this, but we'll oh, there's the whole Hermione Lodge, Sheriff Mineta thing, and let's just, you know what, this is, so this is what's happening in this episode, all right? Yes. Hermione Lodge is on the prowl, and now she's the bad woman in town. She sure and is. And I just want to say that I am here for it. Can we talk about how hard we called the fact that Sheriff Mineta was not dead, number one? Right? Uh, we, because remember, they found his body. He was decapitated. They cut off his hands. Why do you do that? So you don't know who the body is. Did we call that? It sounds, in retrospect, I was like, oh, yeah, he was decapitated. But I guess I had forgotten that we called it. I don't know if we called it, but I know I've definitely screamed that at my television more <laughs> than once. And I was like, because he's not dead. And that's why I was, I was just waiting. I was like, pert. I was pert at the end of my seat, just waiting for him to come back. And, um, oh, oh, oh. He does. He sure does. And, and, and he's banging Hermione. Would I watch that tape? <laughs> Hermione Lodge is low-key the hottest one in this show. Absolutely. And seeing her in her lacy under things when she was, like, riding Sheriff Mineta, good gravy in heaven. Yeah, no, that was nice. That's why I wrote my fan fiction about Hermione Lodge, because she really, she inspired me. That's why you, but you... Uh... <laughs> you think she's the hottest woman and you think Jughead's the hottest boy and so you want them to be together? Mm, yes. I know how your brain And we've works. already at this... <laughs> I just... I just I just want to, I know he's 16, but in theory, but in reality, he's in his 20s. So it's fine. I'm allowed to feel this way. Yes. I'm allowed to feel this way. Absolutely. Right? A hundred percent. Thank you. That's the whole point of the show is like, everyone's just, the adults watch, uh, yes, children watch, like people of different ages watch the show. And no matter what age you are, you're just remembering slash imagining slash fantasizing about when you were or will be in high school. Mm-hmm. And I want to have sex with Hermione Lodge almost as much as I want to have sex with Sheriff FP because he's such a bad man. So we're finding out all the underworkings of what's going on in Riverdale, right? Who killed Hiram? You know who killed fucking, or who shot Hiram? Who shot Hiram? FP. Why did FP do it? Because Hermione Lodge paid him to do it or asked him to do it. Oh, he asked her to do it because he became, that's how he got to be the sheriff. She made him the sheriff because he shot Hiram because Hiram had to be out of the picture for all of her drug dealings to go down because Hermione Lodge is also trying to circumnavigate Hiram Lodge and take over the, dr the Fizzle Rocks drug trade. But one of the hardest things... In this episode, things. we also find out 
One of the hardest things to keep track of in this damn show is whether people's, you know, uh, frizzled loyalties are actually dead or if they're coming back. But uh, one episode later, you know, because Hermione's like, I'm done with Hiram. And then like an episode later, she's like, I'm back with Hiram. And it's so fucking hard to keep track of. (laughs) It's because their lives are difficult. And they're they're filled with bad deeds, Molly. And that's what you don't understand. Maybe we don't get it because our lives aren't bad girl enough. And maybe we need to up the bad girl. That's true. Our lives are not bad girl enough. So what essentially what was happening is she was trying to take over the Fizzle Rock trade, which we then found out that Claudius was putting Fizzle Rocks into the water of Riverdale and giving children, giving the teenagers the seizures. Why? So no they, reason, really. He was just asked to not do that. He was asked to, like, dispose of the runoff from the drugs in a better way. He wasn't putting the drugs in the water, right? It was the runoff of making the drugs. And then he, It's the runoff of the making... <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'll just leave that. Like, Cla- honestly, I don't even understand why Claudius is there. I just, I also don't know if this is what it is. If it's in the water, wouldn't everyone have seizures and not just the teenagers? I don't, it's a, it's a, I, I, it was I, I, only I, affecting the girls, Jackie, for a reason that's never explained mm. scientifically. It was only affecting the girls. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, maybe, is it, is this supposed to be some sort of metaphor for our, our blood moons? Is that what it is? Maybe. I mean, everyone is in Riverdale. Is that why we get seizures? <laughs> everyone in Riverdale is either a teenage or, or a parent of a teenager. There doesn't seem to be that many people of other ages there. No, 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 no. And I, so, but we do know that that's happening, which is why Veronica decides to just destroy all of the drugs to ruin Hermione's time. But, Veronica, like, think for a second. Think for a second. It, that it's obviously, you can't just get rid of a bunch of drugs. And also, if you think about it, if you're burning a bunch of fizzle rocks, how does that affect them? Wouldn't that affect, wouldn't there be some sort of smoke yes. inhalation issue? Yes. If, it, if you drink the runoff and you get a seizure, something... She and Reggie should have... Maybe that's what's happening. Maybe their brains are so addled with the Fizzle Rock smoke that they ingested that they are are on this Bonnie and Clyde kick that they're doing right now. Although I will say, I am present for Veggie. I am so here for it. It makes me so excited because you know what? That dude is hot. Yeah, I'm also present for Reggie. I, I do have... I think that Veronica is has usurped Archie as the dumbest fucking person on this fucking television show, though. Yeah, She's, yeah, she really, uh... Let's just burn really all has. these drugs. Oh, no, now we owe the money for them. Oh, and I'm jumping ahead an episode. But, like, oh, I guess we have to figure out how to get the money. For, what? Think through your actions. And also, why was she even burning the drugs? To, was it to get back at her mother? Was it to, like, do some sort of, like, weird no-drug justice? Like, what is even the point? Veronica's a fucking idiot. I know, and I think I think that she just wanted to, like, burn Mumsy and Pepsi yeah. one more time. It's like, stop, dude. Why don't you deal with your fucking life, you dumbo? I'm really not liking Veronica right now. Me neither. Even though I really like watching her kiss Reggie. I will say I love watching her kiss Reggie. Definitely. But I'm not liking her right now. No, she's awful. She should have been abandoning Hiram Lodge by now for like a season and a half. And again, talk about the loyal. Every time she's like, Daddy, we're done. And the next episode, she's like, I have to be by my daddy's side. It doesn't mean, she's a flip-flopper. She's a born 
fucking flip-flopper, but you know who's also now usurping one of my favorite character roles is Madam Blossom with the Maple Club. Yeah, I love Penelope Blossom, and I'm so happy that they're giving her more. And I love that she's, is it this episode where we learn that she's a poisoner? And 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 it's just like, that. we, we just go forward with, with life knowing that she's just like a serial killer. Yeah, she's just like kill it, but because like men are the poison, and I, it is very, uh, it's a very anti-man stance that she is taking. Which of course, no one has a problem with it if it's an anti-man stance. But I think it's a, it's it's a little harsh. It's a, it's it's, a, but she is she. I am very pro having a dom centric brothel in Riverdale because it's like. Yeah, I mean those those kings should be included in in this uh, small town, and good for them yeah. for opening up the eyes to consensual kinks. Absolutely. So yeah. so there's no problem with it. But I didn't like that Jughead and Betty just kind of came in and were like, well, it's like essentially treating them all like freaks. Yeah, and like perverts. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I love Jughead and Betty together as a team again. Yes, please. But they're having like a very old-fashioned reaction to the sex club. They should be totally in favor of it. Not because, if anything, not because Penelope Blossom is a serial killer of men, but like, but that's an issue. (laughs) In terms of the sex club itself, it's great. So they're they're hot on the case. So they go to Doctor Curdle Jr. You know you got to go hit up Doctor Curdle Jr. It's like hey hey Doctor Curdle Jr. Uh, what secret autopsies was your father performing this time? Because now I think that that's I love that that's the new like through line. It's like Doctor Curdle Jr.'s father was doing a lot of autopsies he shouldn't have, but he's got all the records for it. <laughs> And we find out that Clifford Blossom had pufferfish venom inside of him. Yeah, I love it's such a great plot device that they have that they're friends with the young, creepy uh, mortician. It's I, I it's you know what, man, anything for money. And I'm I'm down with Dr. Curdle Jr., even though he he's he is. They cast a very creepy man. Yeah, he does a very good job. Yeah, at it. It's great. And I, uh, I'm just so glad Betty and Jughead are working together again. And I'm glad that Dr. Curdle is helping it. them. And yeah, so they find out that all of these different men had, had been poisoned by Penelope Blossom and, and from a, a variety of poisons. Yeah, man, she's killing those men. And. And um, doing it in a way that, like, and also has so much power that, like, she could be like, yeah, no, 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 don't do an autopsy on this one. And just, like, slide him a bunch of money. It's like, yeah, I guess you can cut him up. Eh, do whatever you got to do with him. But, like, let's not talk about this. Which, good for her. Good for her. I love her very much. And, and for what it's worth, many of the men she's killed uh, deserved it. But not all of them. They they kind of you know they kind of deserved it. It's not they, they weren't good dudes. So I I'm I'm definitely I'm on board for it. And then uh, through their their continuing investigation, so Hermione Lodge is cheating on Hiram Lodge with Sheriff Minetta. Fuck yes. And I can't wait to watch Kelly Ripa interact with Mark Consuelos because Kelly Ripa is is Hiram Lodge's wife in real life. And is also playing the, what is she? The water scientist? She's the water scientist. For the fizzler. Who's in the pocket <laughs> of, who paid her off again? Uh, I think Hiram did. Hiram paid her off. She's the water scientist who's in the pocket of the lodges who was who came to test the water. And then because the water was tainted with fizzle rocks because of Claudius Blossom and Hiram Lodge she got paid off by Hiram and then also was banging him so 
I am. I know that I. I. If you guys listen to two page seven this week, I made my glamour J egg um fan function, and <laughs> those glamour J eggs have to come back and mean something. The re- why did Kelly Ripa was that an a, an additional glamour J egg? Yes. that Kelly Ripa had in her hotel room. Yes. what is up with those glamour J eggs? It means something. Something is going. There's something inside of them. Something is happening. With the Glamour J eggs. I hope you're right. Right. Because there's one at uh, at, at the Lodge home that um, Cheryl and uh, uh, Titi stole. And then there is the one that Kelly Ripa had. And, and that one was smashed. That one was smashed. That's right. And then the, there's the one that Kelly Ripa had. Uh, and, and I kind of just thought that that was just going to be the symbol of like, oh, that's how you know she's with Hiram Lodge. But. I like your idea that there could be more beyond that. I hope that you're right. I, I, I there, there has to be. There's no reason. Um, there's no reason why they keep saying the word glamour J egg, even though it is very, very funny. It's really, it's very funny. But I think that my favorite part is when uh, Kelly Ripa introduced herself as Evelyn Mulray. They were really, I, I, I thought that they were making Chinatown references. And they were making Chinatown references. Yes, this is the noir one. And it makes me so happy. That's right. I forgot that this is the one that starts with Jughead and his cute little detective's office. And Veronica comes in with her little... with her little hat yeah her her outfit and good evening Bacall yeah, yeah her, her Lauren Bacall look <laughs> oh my god I forgot that that was this that that was how the framing of this one and it was that was great I love it when they see man give me a theme not a musical but like give me a, another theme and when Riverdale has a whole like we're doing a whole uh, Bogart and Bacall like like noir thing like yes please it's awesome I love it it makes me so happy, and especially that the last line of this episode was, forget it, Jughead. It's, it's Riverdale. Riverdale. Yeah! Ah! Yeah, yeah! When she said it, I was, I was, I was watching it with Jeff, and I was just like, yeah, 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 and he's just like, oh my god, this show! And I was like, fuck yeah, they did it. Hit it over the head with a hammer. It's Chinatown, do you understand? Spell it out for us, Riverdale. The Get it, Jughead. It's Riverdale. Yes, that was. Uh, you know what? That was. Pr- I forgot that that was that framing of this episode. That was <laughs> so great. I loved that. It makes me. It just. Oh God. I love that they really follow through with some of, of some of how just how terrible this is. Yeah. It makes more sense though of why Veronica is because the actual actress that plays Veronica Lodge does a great job of being someone you want to shake to death though. Yes, that's true. I think all of the, as, as much so as the good. characters are infuriating, I think all of the acting is good, perhaps sans Luke Perry. How dare you? <laughs> Fred is, is, is perfect. I love Fred Andrews. I mean, and then there's also, so, it, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to skip ahead to right to the end here, but um, also, Josie and Archie are going to start working together again, which, oh, good. I could, I, oh, God, when they started singing in the next episode, we'll get there. It's just, it's, he just, I just, we, we just, um, so we have all of these things going on. Tall boy is also shot. He was shot in this episode, right? Yes, he is shot. I think he was shot in the episode before and he's under the, under the bed in this episode, isn't he? And that's, yes. And that's why F. His rotting corpse is under the bed. 
and he's and then FP said that it was Tall Boy that shot Hiram Lodge to tie it up with a little neat little bow. Yeah, so t- FP c- saved himself from being extorted by by Hermione by being like, "Oh, I know your secrets." Uh and uh, and I, but also you've got me because you got me this sheriff job, and also my son definitely facilitated in covering up a murder. And so we're just going to use that dead guy who is just rotting under the bed right now. We're going to use him and say that As he's the one who shot Hiram instead of me, and it all ties up very nicely. And Hermione is like, I guess I have no choice but to do this. Can we just say how great FP is as a sheriff? That is brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. Good for you. Take care of your own ass. I, I will say, you know, you always talk about how hot um, Sheriff, what's his name is, uh, yeah. Kevin's dad. Sheriff Carol, Sheriff Keller. Sheriff yeah, Keller. Yum, 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 and I never yum, yum, yum. saw it because I don't think that the sheriff... The sheriff outfit is a bit of a turnoff for me. Um, at, but then in the next episode that we're going to talk about, I was like, oh, he is hot. I just hadn't noticed because I hadn't seen him in, in his civilian clothes. But so the sheriff outfit with Skeet Ulrich doesn't do it for me. But the corrupt cop, like dirty cop helping out oh, the criminals. Yeah. That does do it for me. He's so dirty. Yeah, he's a dirty I, and I mean, I... Oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. It makes me crazy for daddies. Which does lead us into Bizarro Dale, which is episode 12. So that, because that was the end, we got, you know, our Forget It Jughead, it's Riverdale. Which I did, I almost wish that she had said it a little more, um, Bacall-ish, yeah, you know? Yeah, Or I guess I was thinking more of like a, like a Catherine Hepburn. Forget it, Jughead, it's Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is how I said it over and over again to myself afterwards, uh, <laughs> like a crazy person. But this episode was another, so this one did it more centralized on the the people that we don't get to see as often, that I would love to see more often. We got more on the Kevin, Josie, Cheryl, Reggie side of things in this episode, and I love it. Yeah, I love Josie as a character. I forgot that Josie was shtup and sweepy. Yeah, I forgot that too, and I forgot that Josie and Kevin are like brother and sister now, and it's so cute. Yeah. So they, uh, so the Sheriff Keller, oh my God, that scene with Sheriff Keller and Sierra in bed. Mm-hmm. Oh my good Lord in heaven. And they love each other so much. And they're, I have to watch that tape. <laughs> there wasn't enough fucking between them. I needed, I needed like 20 seconds more to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, actual fucking. Yes, please. So they are getting married, and they invite. The second they invited, so we find out a lot more about Moose's daddy in this. And I never liked Moose's daddy, Major Mason. No, he's never trustworthy. No, he has beady little eyes, and he looks like a little skeech. And so we find out in this episode that he was in love with Sierra in high school, and Tom got her. No, he was in love with... I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, that's what we think we is happening. We know he's a homophobic. We, we, in that's the, what we in think the beginning, Sierra's like, oh, he had a crush on me in high school. And so that is what we think is happening for the most of the episode. When they invited him first to their wedding, I was like, this is not good. Mm-hmm. This isn't good. I don't trust this yeah, man. Yeah, don't invite that guy. And he's he's a homophobic. 
And I don't like that. And especially, it's like, we don't need that kind of toxic masculinity in a high school. Thank you very much. Yes, exactly. And right, like, like fuck that guy if he's not, if his, his, his kid is so scared to come out to him. Bad dad. Yeah. And it's, I did not, I, I thought it was funny. That, I thought it was actually kind of cute that Kevin and Josie were like, but you guys can get married and we'll have a reception for you at Le Bon Nuit, where they sell mocktails and where all the teenagers hang out. <laughs> so they're, because, because if there's no wedding reception, it means the gargoyle king has won. I did like that. That's what touch. Kevin says. You can't let the gargoyle <laughs> king win. Even though these guys are like, it's our second marriage. We don't need this. And the children are like, let us plan it. But I did want to say, go for you, Riverdale, in showing that when like Josie goes to Sweet Pea and is like, hey, come with me to this, to my mom's wedding. And he's just like, you don't get to just use me. You don't get to just use me whenever you want. I have feelings for you, and you're not throwing down, so I'm not going to be used like this anymore. But good for Sweet Pea for standing up for himself. Yeah, Sweet Pea really did stand up for himself, and it was, to be honest, it was the most interesting I've ever found Sweet Pea. And I, I see, he's one that I could climb like a little sweet tree. That confuses me, man. He is so plain looking to me. I know, but he's so bad. <laughs> he's a bad boy. He's got tiny knives. And that's what I like about him. So he, he throws her to the curb. And you know what? Good for you. And then we immediately jump into bed with, man, Cheryl and TT are just like always fucking. I love it. I love how much they have sex. Yeah, I love it. And I love this episode especially was just so gay. And and it had been a little while since it was just Riverdale just being really, really gay. And like both of the love stories in this episode uh, are, I guess, you know, there's always like eight love stories every episode. But two of the yeah. of the primary stories in this episode were about same sex couples. And I think it's just I just I just love it. And I love how hot Cheryl and TTR and I love their like oh. sister ally sisterhood ally relationship and I just I just love it but then that's the whole thing though so then it was not fair of Cheryl essentially to out Moose no that or was to awful. force him to come out yes that was awful that was really awful that was like that was such that was like that's old school Cheryl for you yes. you know of like meddling into something that is none of her business but that is not cool but I loved oh my god the fire that TT came at her with yeah when she was so pissed off that she did that and I was just like yeah TT yeah. yell at her and she should be yelled at to, to spotlight Riverdale for having affirmatively good politics TT yelled at her and Kevin yelled at her and Kevin was like I don't believe in outing people unless they're powerful homophobic politicians and I was like that's exactly right that's exactly the standard for it's okay to it's only okay to out people if they are using their power to try to fuck with other people living their lives and being gay but otherwise do not out people and I was like Riverdale is getting this exactly right yeah dude and so Moose ends up dealing with it, talks to his father about it, which we end up finding out why he's such a homophobic later, but we'll get into that. Oh, yo, 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 yo. He's got, he's, he needs to talk to somebody. Major Mason needs a fucking therapist is what he fucking needs. That's right. Good gravy. Yeah. So I guess he's damaged. what kind of confused me is that Cheryl, I guess, gave herself three steps to make TT not mad at her anymore. Is that what it was? Cheryl created a little she was really narrating her process and it was like three steps it turned out to be four steps but it was like because she outed 
well, TT was like right about a lot of things. She was like, Cheryl, you for some reason want to go to this fucking legacy school that you're all your family went to. Although, again, Cheryl hates her family. Why does she want to go to the same school that they all went to? And the, the family, the school is saying we're not going to let in legacy students, any, stu- uh, students anymore. And they're only doing that because Penelope Blossom bribed them to fuck with Cheryl to not let her in. And so Cheryl's complaining about all this to TT. And TT's like, hello, Cheryl, I'm like really poor and my only family that I had was the serpents and you got us kicked out of that family and I'm never going to get into a college like this. And so Cheryl was like, oh, and to her credit, she heard her. And so then she created this, yes. this plot to win TT back by uh, getting back at her mother by get, getting her mother to go to the college and saying, okay, I changed my mind about the legacy thing, let my daughter in. And then Cheryl uses that opportunity, which I think was also really awesome, to give up her spot because she knew she was a shoo-in, to give up her spot so that TT could have an interview at the same college. And in general, I don't think you should go to college with your high school sweetheart, but I do think that you should use your privilege and harness it to give it to people who have less privilege than you. Yes, and apparently TT got a perfect score on her SATs which is very difficult to do (laughs) so my god so on top of everything she's also really smart and hot Hot. oh my god TT hot give me I just I don't know if I'm just getting hornier by the day it's just Riverdale's really they're all just so attractive it really hurts Yeah, my loins Makes yeah. my loins crazy. Well, it's good. The last two episodes have been really good. You know, there's been ups and downs on Riverdale, but this, even the last, I would say the last like four or five episodes have been really good, right? Since Chaw. they came back from Christmas, they've been great. Oh, they've been banging them out. But I also really like that this episode goes back to like, oh, it almost goes back to like more early days Riverdale, where it's just like, oh, but also they are in school. Yes, like there are like like normal things that like are happening, which I kind of missed a little bit. I mean, you know, I love it when it's bonky bonkies, and there's still bonky bonkies in this one. Yeah, but no, but I like it when it's also like what I loved about the first season was that it was like a murder soap opera, but it was still high schoolers, you know. So I like it when they keep that high school touch. Yeah, because then they get back into the whole like Archie Josie thing when Josie's like, I've got this thing for Juilliard. But also she sings amazingly. And why didn't they take her at Juilliard? It's like they just like they just watched her sing, which you don't find out that fast. And, and then they were just like, thank you very much. And um, you will never be in Juilliard. Thank you. <laughs> but like Josie, there's other colleges besides Juilliard. I know. There are other colleges. But it sounds like she just Josie put a lot of pressure on herself and she was like, didn't have a backup plan. I know. And so she was like, oh, this is just never going to work. And so how does Archie comfort her? By being like, well, we could sing together. And then they smooch. And I, and, and bing, bing, bing. <laughs> to, I, you know, Archie being back Same. into music again, I could take her leave. But uh, I leave it. I can leave it at the <laughs> fucking door. But I do actually think that him and Josie together is great and pretty hot. Are you pro it? I think I am. I think I like Veronica and Reggie together more than Veronica and Archie. And I think I like Archie and Josie together more than Veronica and Archie also. See, I like Josie and Sweet Pea together, though. I don't care for Sweet Pea. Because I just feel like Archie doesn't deserve Josie. Yes, that's too good. Yes, you're right. Archie is is. Yes, that's right. I think you're yes. Archie doesn't deserve her, but in terms of like at hot least people, Veronica is like yes. 
you know. I mean, I definitely watched the tape. It's just <laughs> Veronica is on the only issue is that like I think that like why Veronica and Reggie worked so well, but also why Veronica and Archie worked so well is that they are on the same level of dumb. Yes, that's true. That's true. And oh my god, and Josie deserves better. At, fir- at first, I was about to be like, maybe Josie will make Archie better, but that is the trap of every woman dating a man who is worse than her. So let's not go down that road. Yeah. Oh, especially like, uh man, like Reggie and Veronica talking about being mobsters now, and he, and she's like, well, what if they break your knees or whatever? And he's like, do people really do that? Is Robin Banks still a thing? <laughs> and he's like, holy crap, I'm a genius. And like, the way I love, he's such a, like, he makes me think of Marmaduke, you know? Yeah. Where he's like, oh, you, 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 got, you got nothing in there. You got nothing in there, but you're so cute. And I just want to kiss you. Yeah, yeah, he's a big dum-dumb, and it works. It works with Veronica. But it, it, it doesn't make sense. He's like, I know how we're going to get the money to pay her back. We're going to steal from my abusive father. And it's good because my that father is abusive, so it's totally fine. To, which I was I was like kind of okay with. I was like, all right. But also, I feel like they could have come up with something a little stronger than that. Something a little bit stronger than that, but the fact that she's sitting in such an obvious getaway car, in such a ridiculous outfit, and she's sitting and reading The Girls in 3B, which I looked up because I, I was not aware of what The Girls in 3B is. What is it? And it is... Um, it is the the short explanation is that it is uh, a 1950s feminist novel that um, it showcases predatory beatnik men, workplace intrigues, drug hallucinations, repressed family secrets, and clandestine lesbian trysts. Interesting. It's about it's like it's about like 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 strong sexual women that are also like bad. <laughs> So I feel like it's. I think it's like it's like in the whole like femme fatale. I see arena, and I was like, okay, again with the, it's like everything with Veronica. They're like beat him over the head with it. <laughs> Do you get it? She's she thinks a femme she's bad. Fatale. She, you don't you see? I don't. You know, I don't know if you get it. You know what? Give put another book in her hands. You know, I don't think Veronica's spending her time reading. I hate to say that. Yeah. But I don't think she's spending her time reading. Yeah, she's on her phone, but. They steal the- and she spent her time stupping Reggie. Stupping Reggie. They steal or- the money. It has a blue pack in it, so that all the money is fucked. But oh, we have to. I know. I don't know how much time we have left, but we have to acknowledge that they steal this money. They're going to go to this big buyer who Hermione is so scared of. Oh, you burn all this yeah. money. You burn the drugs. You basically burn the money. You got to come up with this money because this buyer is going to want it. Big, bad, scary buyer. And who is it? None other than Jughead's extremely hot mother. Gladys Jones. Gladys. When she got out of the car, it was just like, good Lord, she's so hot. She's such a hot woman. She's such a... Sex. She's pure sex. She's so hot. And I know that Alice Cooper is extremely, extremely hot, but I, and so is Hermione Lodge, but Gladys is, she's the hottest woman of them all. Oh, yeah. And now the fact that Gladys and Jellybean, who Jellybean is just as evil and conniving as Gladys. Yes, and I love Jellybean. They for are. I love Jellybean. I love that there's now a badass evil, another evil woman on the scene. Yeah. It makes me so happy. She is here to stay. She ain't going nowhere. And you know FP's not happy about yeah, it. Yeah. And, and one thing I will give, another thing I'll give props to Riverdale for uh, is even though 
you know, they have a lot going on. They have a lot of characters and many, you know, Archie is probably arguably the main character, but so many of the characters are women and so many of the characters are fucking awesome women. And they're not just like, you know how like there's like the strong female lead. They're not just like bullshit, strong women characters. They're like legit, extremely funny, interesting, very flawed, terrible, like, like bitchy, druggy, drug dealer. Like they're just, they're fucking, I love the women characters on this show. This I mean, because that's, I feel like something that Riverdale doesn't get enough acclaim for. It's like, it does, even though it's like, yeah, there's, you know, you, you got the Veronica's in there, but it is doing a great job of casting strong, interesting female characters. Definitely. It definitely does that. Yeah. It is something that like, where you, you see Betty at face value and you're like, oh, well, it's just like Betty. It's like, no, she's got all these different weird fucking facets. And I love that. Yeah. They're killing it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And to have an evil jelly bean, too, where, like, she's going to be conniving as well, that it's, like, even a younger woman can be, like, that strong and that smart. Yeah, yeah. I love, like, yeah, the evil conniving pre-adolescent who's, like, manipulating her father. Fuck yeah. Dude, I am so excited. But we, we didn't even get into the whole idea that, like, that all of the parents got... uh threatened like their children were threatened oh yeah because they wanted to so from the gargoyle king because they had to do ascension night again Uh, but it turned out that it was all there's so many gargoyle kings so they get i'll get this note i know (laughs) how many i wonder we should start it's like i'm gonna say there's gonna be three more gargoyle kings then this is now like the new thing that people are like you know what i'm gonna do I'm gonna be the gargoyle king. Uh, How about this? No, no, no. What if I'm the gargoyle king? There's been at least three. There's been Tallboy. There's been Hiram. Now this time there was this guy, uh, Mayor the Moose. Right. Mayor Mason, sorry. And so all the parents get summoned. They all think they have to do Ascension Night. You think that it's going to be some cool shit going back to the Breakfast Club episode. And they all, uh, you know, are wandering around the school and having a good time. And then it turns out it's all a prank and they it's they say why why would somebody prank us oh shit to get us away from our kids and then they all start panicking yeah. calling their kids but also can we just pause and say that how sexy Hiram is still with a cane and like limping yes although again Hermione's just like yeah I'll invite Hiram back technically they have to they think for the game they all had to be there but also I'm like get that dick out of your life but Yes, they all had to be there. So he's there. And so then they're like, the kids. And then it turns out that what are... Oh, wait, but also that Penelope Blossom gave them all the antidote to cyanide. Oh, yes. Just in case they had to drink anything (laughs) for 30 minutes, then they can just... (laughs) Effective for several hours. I love her so much. Yeah, and they're all just like, oh, yeah, I guess Penelope Blossom knows everything about poison. Let's keep playing. Let's give it... Let's drink this thing she's giving to us. Totally trustworthy. And so then, because Moose and Kevin have taken this night to fuck in the bunker, thank God. In the bunker. Thank God Moose bragged about it to Cheryl. Uh, not even bragged about it. Moose and Cheryl had a conversation. Was excited. It was, and he, he was, and he was sweet. He was like, he forgave her. He was like, she was like, I was wrong to out you, and he was like, yeah, you were, but it ended up being okay because I came out to my dad, and my dad was okay about it, and now I'm gonna go have sex with Kevin, and at the bunker, and thank God he told her because it turned out that it was 
uh, fucking Moose's homophobic father had been became Gargoyle King number three, lured all the parents there to play Ascension Night whilst he was going to go abduct his own child to scare him yeah. straight. And because Cheryl knew, because Cheryl had had this conversation with Moose where Moose was like, yeah, I'm going to go bang Kevin in the bunker. Mo- Cheryl was able to tell the parents where they were and able to go and save them. And save them because when, when they were in front of the Gargoyle King, I was like, you cannot kill off Moose or Kevin. I know. I love Moose and Kevin. I know. You cannot. You can't. I was, I was very, I was upset. Yeah, I was scared. And then, lo and behold, who is it? It's Major Mason in the Gargoyle King because he, turns out, wasn't in love with Sierra. He was in love with Sheriff Keller and he kissed him and he must have had weird also other feelings too because obviously Kevin looks just like his dad did in high school. And so he had been sent away to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy for gay conversion. gay conversion. And then he had on all the Vizzle Rock, so he was so scared of the Gargoyle King. And then apparently they're just using the the image, I guess, of like being attacked by the Gargoyle King to make people not be gay anymore. And so he's got all these fucking issues. And that's why he did it, which I love that like that FP did say it. He's like, yeah, he tried to. Scare him straight. But I like that is what he was doing. I did get. I was like very. Uh, I like FP standing up for the kids. That was sexy. I got good lord. I know you're not. A, you're not with it with the sheriff costume, but <laughs> I am. I am. I even like his little hat. <laughs> um. <laughs> So then we got all of this stuff going on. And then FB and Jughead come home. Jellybean and Gladys are there. And essentially, now Gladys Jones has a carte blanche to be evil. She's going to go in and be the new Hiram. She's sticking around and she's got the lodges in her pocket, basically, because of fucking Veronica the idiot. And she's got the sheriff in her pocket because it's her ex-husband who Jellybean is purposefully manipulating to be like, I love you after all, daddy. And And so she owns the town. So we've got, and then in the very end, which I'm so upset that Moose can't be gone forever. I mean, he's definitely gonna, Moose is gonna definitely come back. Yeah. Right? I think so. He's going to go live with his aunt for a while because, you know, his dad, like, trying to kill him, like, trying to scare him into not being gay anymore. But then in the very end, I think maybe my... I don't know if it's my favorite part because I hate it so much, but what about Tony, like, T.T. and Cheryl's new girl gang... I know that that, they, that Cheryl started for made her. Made zero Because sense. she didn't have the serpents anymore. It makes absolutely no sense that they happens to be all of these... Uh, what are they called? Uh, rockabilly girls, which, I mean, they were all very hot and very strong. But who are sexy. they? Where do they come from? Who are they, Molly? They're the pretty poisons. But who are they? are the pretty poisons. We've never seen Because they're pretty before. by day and poison by night. Which is like, Cheryl, I thought you hated your poisoning mother. But who are they? They're just some random girls. They just got some girls. And They're and Cheryl's just, like, this is your new family. And Titi's like, thank you. I I just, I was like, you can't just make a new family. Where did these girls come from? Who are are they, they going to be new characters? If anything, I don't know. they should have been the kids from the from the orphanage, you know, from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Something. But I, I but now I'm upset. Not, I'm not upset because I'm very excited because like, I've got my red serpent's jacket now. And... 
Are they gonna come? Are they gonna get a new jacket? What is the pretty poison's gonna be? Honestly, what's gonna happen with this girl I'm, gang? I'm hoping that this is one that doesn't that drops after an episode because we already got it enough might. gangs. We got the serpents. We got the gargoyles. We got the. You know, we got the regular, we, the ghoulies, we got the ghoulies. You know, so oh yeah, I think that we don't need another gang. I, I, you know what? I think that the, I'm glad that it is a female centric gang, though. True, true. I think there is definitely room for that. True, because the serpents are a bit of a boys' club on the whole. Now that they don't have, they have to take back Cheryl and TT at some. Yeah, point. that's the you thing. You can't do like you can't just go to Jughead. He'll let you back in. Yeah, and now especially it's like uh, uh, like let them they can. Do something to get back into their good graces. I don't know what. There's got to be a way to do it. Yes, exactly. So that's uh, this is this is this has been our this has been our roundup. There's a lot. There is a lot. There's a lot over these over these two episodes. But also, I am so excited. And am I gonna start dressing if if Pretty Poisons becomes a thing? I might start dressing like that. <laughs> we gotta wait and see. I think the I jury have is to. out on pretty poisons, see. but I will try to give them a chance. That's why I don't know if I love it a lot or if I hate it so much that I love yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we're gonna have I'm to. Very... We're gonna have to w- see what happens though in the next episode, which I think is not coming back for a week or two. Right? No, is it not? I think I think that it's not till late February. Also, I don't know how to feel too. Uh, the I, I keep watching those ep- the commercials for. All American, that other CW show. Do we have to start watching that show? <laughs> I don't know. I have not watched the commercial. It's like it's it's CW's answer. It's like a mixture of Riverdale and Friday Night Lights. Really? And I don't know if I need to be watching this show. I, I haven't heard anything about it. I just it it plays almost every single commercial break for the CW, and I was like, I think I need to give it a shot. Oh Lord, do something. Yeah, give it a shot. And let me know. I mean, I got. I don't got a lot of room in my life, but I know. But that sounds like a good. That sounds Baby. like a good mix-up. All right, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll do. I'll do some investigative journalism, <laughs> just like uh, Betty for, and Jughead. It's for my craft. Yeah, I'm just like Betty and Jughead. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for uh, for dealing with our little pause break there that we had. And I guess we're not gonna have Riverdale for a while, so maybe we'll start watching All Americans. Maybe it's what I need. I need more sexy teens in my life. And there was, oh, God, it was just, it was a good amount of fucks in this one. Especially what I love, too. All of the parents are busy, and all of them were having sex. The second their parents were busy, yes. everyone's having Everyone, sex. Everyone, every last one. And although I will say, good on them, even though it was like Kevin and Moose didn't answer their phones, but the fact that they all answered their phones. Hell no. I'm having sex. I'm not answering a phone call from my mother. I couldn't believe that they answered their phones, but they did. No, Goes to show never. with the positive no. adult-child relationships in Riverdale. You are correct. It is a positive thing overall. We love you guys, and uh, we will be back next time Riverdale's back, I guess, in a thousand fucking years. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.